this week at OSU. This is week number three, finals edition. Um, the worst week of the semester besides midterm week is finals week. Most stressful. Most stressful for sure. Um, Dustin, what are some of your tips and tricks that you can give us <laughs> about studying for finals? Well, unfortunately, I'm not the best with finals tips. Uh, I'm not the best with this when it comes to studying. Still, still used to the high school method sometimes, but. Uh, I think the biggest thing that I always try to remember is that no matter how stressed I get, it's okay to take a break. Um, you don't want to make yourself go crazy with yeah. how much you're studying. Uh, I like to take breaks in between little short breaks. I don't want to get um, completely off track or anything like that, but it's nice to not overwhelm yourself. Um, but my biggest thing is probably just study guides, um, try to organize the important things, and then anything you struggle with, to try and do like no cards that's a big thing for me too yeah um i agree with you study guides are huge but my my advice would be give yourself a few days in advance um probably a day or two more than you would expect you need definitely yeah but with that being said i don't know if i follow my own advice very well like <laughs> i'll start studying like mm -hmm. five or six days before the final but i feel like i learn best when it's crunch time like it's game time i gotta i have yeah. to i have to you know, I have to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I am, too. Like, a lot of times if I look at things like the day before, if I just remember seeing it, then I do better. Right, Because right. it's like, so like, the most recent thing I see is usually the thing I remember the most. Yeah, and I think my brain, like, turns into another gear when I'm like, oh, I have this final, like, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to focus in and actually figure this stuff out. Except compared to, like, when I have a week, I'm like, okay, if I don't figure it out, like, I don't have to figure it out right now, you know? Yeah. That's the thing that makes the chemistry so difficult for me. It's like uh, I, I, I remember information better um, and then applying it where this is more remembering methods. You're right, right. So, right. But finals week and then get to go home, which is the ultimate goal here. So yeah. So I, I at least have that to look forward to. Um, that's a three-week three break, four-week yeah, break. It's pretty nice. Any big plans? Um, hanging out with the family is a big plan. Yeah. Um, I, enjoying the holidays and then uh, – Let's go to Kalahari. So oh, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really jealous. I have to stay here and work. Um, yeah, But it'll be nice. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll have the whole apartment to myself, I guess. <laughs> um, let's get into this week's recap. Yeah, so not a huge week, um, but definitely a, a fun week for all sports. So big one, we got Big Ten Championship. We uh, got the win against Wisconsin, 27-21. Right. Uh, really fun game to watch, I personally thought. Um, it was definitely closer than I felt it looked. You know, we had a lot of big plays, and we should have had a lot more than we had in actually, like, a, a lot of opening receivers that should have been big plays. J.K. Dobbins getting caught a few times. Right, yeah. yeah, I noticed that, too. I, I didn't realize he was so slow. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was so surprised. Yeah, like, he was exactly. getting caught from behind. And, um, but it was definitely... Uh, happy win for us um didn't like the result the next day um, yeah yeah unfortunately um so i was in indy for the game yeah uh it was a ton of fun the mm -hmm. stadium was beautiful not that i would know though because my seats were actually pretty bad <laughs> uh they were under an overhang so i couldn't see like the ceiling of the of the mm -hmm. stadium at all i could like only see pretty like pretty much like 65 percent of the field yeah because the to the to the left of me was a cement beam, like at the old municipal stadium mm. for the, the Cleveland Browns, and it was it was nice though because on the on the beam 
there was a TV. So, if they were down by us, I got oh. to watch the game in person. If they were on the other side of the field, I got to watch them on TV. So, <laughs> I guess I did. Worlds, I, guess I guess I did, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, they really played well. Most of them played well. Yeah, defense looked nice. Yeah, it should have been... JT had his ups and downs. It should have been a lot uh, bigger of a blowout, I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You can't turn the ball over like that and expect no, to win. I'm surprised that Wisconsin didn't take advantage of those turnovers. But, I mean, they, they did, actually. On the one, yeah. They, I mean, all of their points, I'm pretty sure, were off of turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Especially all the points in the first mm-hmm. half, for sure. So, so, I mean, credit to our defense. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Denzel Ward, first-round pick. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited <laughs> to see where he goes. Hey, maybe uh, Saints. Saints, yeah. You've got Marshawn, Von Bell, and him. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, they, um, love, they love the Buckeyes. <laughs> it's working for him, so why not? But uh, so, another news with the football team. Uh, as we know now, they will be playing in the Fiesta Bowl, December 29th, part of the New Year's Six Bowls against number eight, USC. I'm really excited to watch that game. Yeah, it's a good team. Um, yeah, definitely Sam Donald. Maybe a possible Brown in the future. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I, I hope Ohio State exposes them. And, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's a West Coast team coming into a Big Ten. Yeah, hopefully or, we cause them to stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and then other uh, individual news for football, Billy Price won the Remington Trophy, which yeah. is the best lineman in college football. He's the second OSU center in a row to win it right. after Pat Elfin won it last year. So that's a big deal for him. Congratulations to him. Definitely uh, good to show towards our linemen and future recruits. Very well deserved. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I actually met Billy Price one time. Did you? How uh, was that? I mean, I didn't really talk to him. Like, I, okay, I kind of lied by saying I met him, but I was like, <laughs> you saw him. I was very close to him. Um, honestly, you would never even know. I mean, he's... He's obviously he's a big, really big guy. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. He just he was just normal, you know. I, I mean, I'm I'm, a, I'm happy for him. Yeah. He, he's got a he's got See, a bright I'm sure he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Two-time captain now. So. Uh, even uh, another big news for our OSU athletics program: men's basketball looking really nice right now. Yeah. Um, kind of surprising me. Uh, so that Saturday, same day we played in the Big Ten championship game, we had. Uh, them playing Wisconsin earlier in the day, and they were able to pull off the win against them pretty easily. Yeah, uh, it was pretty convincing. Yeah, that was really exciting. Good start to our Saturday of whooping Wisconsin all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was their first Big Ten win, and it was in Wisconsin, which was really nice too. Uh, definitely a better area, uh, tougher area to play in. Yeah. And then we just recently, the other day, continue that momentum into Michigan playing against them uh, at home. We won 71-62. to 62. At one point, we were down 20-something, yeah, right? Double yeah. digits at the end of the half. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah, they came back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, that's that's really promising because you saw how deep Michigan went last year. In exactly, the, yeah. In the, and Wisconsin's a good team, too. Always. Not, not looking as great as they are. They have. They have a tough schedule. But, they, yeah, I agree with that. They've been playing a lot of top teams in the league. Um, in college basketball, but now we're two and zero in the conference, seven three on the year. Right. Hey, March Madness in the future. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I told Dustin this, but uh, yesterday at work, so it would have been Thursday. Um, uh, Chris Holtman actually came in, and he came up to me and he asked. He, he said he had to talk to Gene Smith, but me being an idiot, I <laughs> didn't recognize him like at all, and I was like, 
uh, yeah, do you have, like, a buck ID or something that I can see? <laughs> and he's like, man, I just I just got to this school. He's like, I, I don't have a buck ID, but I'll show you my real ID. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. And uh, he pulls out his ID and it says Chris Holman. And I was like, man, I'm an idiot. But uh, <laughs> it was kind of cool. Super nice guy from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, really uh, humble, I guess. Because yeah. he, he didn't even, like, mention that he was, like, the head basketball coach. Yeah, didn't but, try to, like, use his status to, right. like, really, you don't know who I am. Yeah, he was... He was cool. But I'm sure you won't make that mistake again. Now. No, definitely <laughs> not. I, I wish I wish I could have it back. Yeah, I'll see him again soon. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, continuing with basketball, we look at our women's basketball team. Right now, number 12 in the nation after they lost to number 14 Duke, 69 to 60. They were at one point 17 down, came back, tied it, um, tw- and towards the end of the second half, ended up losing still. But, I mean, that's a tough team to play yeah, against. No. So, I mean, can't be too disappointed about that. Right. Um, but they came back and uh, fixed that win with a win 103-77 to over Florida. Big win for them, definitely. Uh, not necessarily a top team, that, uh, but that's a top program definitely. Uh, in sports all around. Uh, so, in that game, Kelsey Mitchell scored 30 points to continue her amazing year. And Let's actually, be honest. are you surprised? I'm not. No, <laughs> but big thing for her though, she that game put her now as OSU women's basketball's leading points in her career, all-time scorer. Yeah, so that's awesome. Not surprised at all. That it isn't now. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is incredible, and I don't know. We can't say enough good things about her. I feel like she comes up every week. Exactly. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure you'll be hearing us talk about her all the time. Oh, literally all the time. I mean, it's probably three weeks in a row we've been talking about her. It yeah. actually is, and this is the third episode. Exactly. So. <laughs> She's 100%. That <laughs> might be our, uh, Tyler JT might be our top person to talk about so far. So. Right. Uh, continuing with wrestling now. Not a huge week for them, but they did play in the, well, compete in the Cliff Keen Las Vegas Inv- Invitational Tournament. They won that. It's the second time in a row that they've won that now. Uh, teams that they were, some of the teams that they played uh, were Michigan and Arizona State, two pretty good teams when it comes to wrestling. They finished second and third right behind Ohio State. We had uh, Colin Moore, Miles Martin, and Luke Fletcher, who all were individual champs for their brackets, so congrats to them. That's a big deal. Uh, they continued as the number two team in college wrestling, uh, continuing that great year that they've been having so far, so that's great for them. And then we've got, for ice hockey, first we have the men's. They now are moved down to number 15 in the nation. They were... Uh, they. Tied 5-5 in the first game against Penn State at home and then got shut out for the first time all season second, uh, in the second game against Penn State 4-0. So it's, it's actually really weird. I was reading something um, like two days ago. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's like the, was at, at the time, they're, they're the only top five or 15 men's hockey program in the nation that has a losing record at home. They do, and yeah, it's like one, three, and three. Right, yeah. and it's like really significant. Yeah, um, they, they're killing it away. Yeah, they suck right, at home. right. They, I think they have like they're the best winning percentage in the nation. In yeah, for for away games, but they for some reason cannot win at home. It's like yeah. two way two different teams. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even make sense. They, they have a tough schedule at home, but you'd still think that right. it wouldn't be like that. You know? So Especially we need to shut out people out there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> maybe we just it's a fa- maybe it's us to blame, not them. Right? I think so. <laughs> And then lastly, we have women's hockey. They are now number seven in the nation, 11-3-4 on the season, 8-2-4 and and in the conference. They played against St. Cloud State. They tied both games 
uh, first game was 2-2, and then second game was 0-0, but they went in the shootout for both of those and won both, both of those them, games. Yeah. won nothing. So that was really good for them. Uh, I believe those are conference games. Um, so that's awesome for women's hockey, and they've continued their amazing year so far. Right. So, still beginning of the year, but it pops to them, for sure. Yeah, no, and, and I'm looking at it now, and um, this kind of – this this time of year is, is really slow uh, for sports, I feel like, yeah. especially collegiate sports. So it's nice when you have, like, teams that you wouldn't expect to be interested in, like, really good because they, they kind of fill that time void for you. Yeah, so definitely. we'll be excited to, to keep up with them. Um, yeah, pretty successful week, I would say, for the most part. For yeah, yeah, season, definitely. So. Definitely. I wish uh, men's hockey would have pulled those games out against um, Penn State, but... You know, we had, we had plenty of chances. Yeah, for sure. Is that all for the recap? It is, yeah. So, uh, cool. Now for the preview. Yeah, so for the preview, um, we're filming this on December 8th. So, it'll probably come out later tonight or tomorrow morning. So, we'll start out with the men's ice hockey game that's tonight. It's at 6.30 p.m. against the Minnesota Golden Gophers um, in Columbus. Mm. This would be a big game. Uh, I feel like no matter what Minnesota's record is um, – it's always, you know, it's a cliche. They're good yeah. at hockey. I think they're uh, number seven in the nation. Right. right. So, I, yeah, I'm just saying, like, no matter what, they'll always they'll always be uh, thought of very highly. Yeah. Um, also today we have fencing. Um, it looks like they have an event out in Portland, Oregon. It's all day. Um, it doesn't really say the teams that they're playing. Uh, yeah, it must be an invitational. Right. Um that continues into tomorrow and then all the way till Monday. Monday, right. right. But it looks like they have Sunday off. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow, Saturday, uh, men's basketball plays William & Mary at home at 12 p.m. Um, Ohio State's men's hockey team carries their game against Minnesota until tomorrow at 8 p.m. That'll be the wrap-up of that. Um, Sunday night, or Sunday, during, Sunday at noon, the men's wrestling team takes on... Indiana at Cuyahoga Falls, um, they should win that one, no problem. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see any problem with that. Uh, like I said, fencing it wraps up on Monday the 11th, and um, and then the 15th, which is Friday. So there is no events going on the 12th, 13th, or 14th. Yeah. So <laughs> it's literally like a dead, dead time period in the middle of the week. It's the first week of break. Well, halfway. Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of weird. It'll be end of finals. Yeah. Maybe they're just trying to give some people some breaks for the some finals. Some breaks, yeah. <laughs> That's so, why all the athletes take the finals. That's probably what it is. Right. <laughs> and then going into Friday, uh, women's basketball takes on Dartmouth, 7 p.m. in Columbus. Uh, women's ice hockey takes on Mercyhurst, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. in Erie. And wrestling takes on Princeton um, at Princeton at 8 o'clock p.m. So not a very packed week. Um, yeah. I'm expecting a lot of Ohio State dubs throughout it. I think the men's hockey game will be really interesting. Yeah, the matchups of the week, I would say. For sure. That'll be really important for them. I believe those are at home, yeah. won't they? Yeah, yeah so, unfortunately they're at home. Yeah, so maybe, let's see, maybe they can uh, turn around that home season. I mean, I really hope so. Yeah, maybe if they can win these ones, that'll, that'll bring some positive momentum yeah. to their, their home stretch. Definitely. So far this year. Make me feel better about their, their seasons. Their chances, yeah. Um, so we do not have a student interview this week. Uh, like I said, it's finals week, so a lot of people are really busy. We will have one next week. Yeah, really big one that we're really excited for. You want to announce it now? 
Yeah, why not? So sure. uh, we have um, a national champion wrestler, Nathan <laughs> Tomasello. He is currently on the wrestling team. He's, this is his senior year. Uh, the past few years, he's been ranked as the top uh, wrestler in his weight class. In his freshman year, he won the national championship. And then he was also on that team that won the, the national championship as well. And he's been a key reason as to their success uh, in the past few years. So we're really excited to have him on there. Uh, talk to him a lot about wrestling, him as a student athlete, uh, what his plans are. And then also we're going to be talking to him about his injury right now. He's been out so far this season uh, with a 20 CL, I believe it was. So we'll talk about his recovery and then when he thinks he'll be coming back. So yeah. we're really excited for that and hope it's uh, something that you guys will be interested in for sure. I think this podcast deserves a nickname, the podcast of uh, National Champions, because yeah, we're going to be <laughs> two for two with the National Champs. Uh, um, but yeah, that'll be really interesting. That'll be huge for us. You guys need to tune into that one. It'll be really interesting. Yes, yeah, so make sure you subscribe after this one. So yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't want to miss it. No, definitely. Um, going into some other news, uh, there's a lot of big news. Like I said, Ohio State's been kind of slow this week, so there's a lot of uh, big news outside of Ohio State uh, that we wanted to talk about. The first being the college football playoff rankings. Um, I was driving home from Indianapolis on uh, on Sunday. I was in the car. I didn't have my hopes up, but it's it still it still hurts, you know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect Ohio State to get in, but the pre-show to the, the rankings, uh, like three of the four people on there were saying they expected Ohio State to get in. So yeah, I was reading a lot of stuff, and a lot of people predicted Ohio State. I mean, the resume was definitely um, way better than right. Alabama's, but when you have the CFP absolutely loving Alabama. You had kind of go in there. The SEC. Yeah. And you kind of think that it's not as huge of a chance for us, but um, I'm still really happy with us finishing yeah. fifth. Uh, I mean, when you're at a school like Ohio State, you ultimately expect national championship every year, so it's definitely still a disappointment. But um, in our hearts, we know that we deserve to be in there, and we could have proved a lot of people wrong by we would have played those games. Right. Yeah, I think um, this was a this was kind of an odd uh, situation for the, the playoff committee. It really was. Um, there would have been – Ohio State would have been the only two-loss team in there for mm-hmm. a second year in a row. Um, but they set the precedence that you don't have to win your um, conference championship again. So yeah. it's – I'm not mad. I'm really not mad about it, but – um, I think the the biggest takeaway I had from it was one, uh, it's kind of upsetting that you have Big Ten, um, I believe, ranked the number one conference in the nation this yeah. year, and yet you have no Big Ten members in here. SEC was fourth conference, I believe, and they have two in the big in the top four. Yeah, and then you also have um, a top uh, Ohio State was the only team with a top ten offense and a top ten defense. Right, yet you leave them out, but. I guess I understand in a standpoint of money and viewership-wise, you don't really want, I guess, Clemson, Ohio State playing again after what happened last year yeah. and with that disappointing loss. And But instead, now you get a Clemson-Alabama match for the third year in a row, and the series is tied 1-1, so maybe they wanted that deciding between it, um, especially seeing that Ohio State-Alabama, they were kind of even, and maybe that could have been the deciding factor. In yeah. It. But you never really know. Yeah, I think it also shows how... Uh, the SEC is really top-heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you can see, Alabama and Georgia are in there. Mm-hmm. I think the next the next team, um, it would be Auburn. Yeah. And they're at seven. 
but you see that Ohio State, 5, Wisconsin, 6, Penn State, 9. So we have three teams, again, in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it just happened that we, we couldn't we couldn't get in. But yeah. We shot ourselves in the foot. It's our own fault we're not in there with that Iowa loss. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, mm-hmm. and that's what, they've, that's what they've been saying. Yeah, because um, it wasn't only a tough loss, it was a killing. So yeah, we got murdered. Yeah, it was, it was our own fault. Yeah, so. but yeah, we figured we might as well cover it. Um, going into some Cleveland sports here, there's a lot of news for the Browns. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where do you want to start? Let's go with uh, let's go with the Browns 0 and 12. So um, you chose the bad news. Yeah. So this time of year, uh, the the perfect season parade uh, is starting yeah. up again. Uh, I think Cedric coming in clutch. Yeah, right. And so for you, for those who don't know, um, do you want to explain what the perfect season for yeah, is? Yeah, why not? So um, a Twitter, a, a pretty famous Twitter uh, handle, they last year were trying to get a perfect season parade. Uh, if we finished without a win the whole season, he wanted to get a parade to happen in Cleveland um, to celebrate our perfect season, quote-unquote. And... Uh, it, we ended up winning yeah. one game, so that was canceled. But now, seeing that we're 0-12 once again, starting up with that, he decided um, start start up the petition again. Yeah, so he got, started a GoFundMe page, tried to get uh, I believe it was ten thousand dollars he was trying to raise, and we got to a point where we needed like seven thousand something dollars left, and Excedrin's like, I'll just pay all of it. So yeah, we covered all of it. Um, I think a pretty good move on their part when it comes to promoting their company. Right. Um, they're definitely talked about pretty big in Cleveland right now, and they're fixing our headache. <laughs> One headache at a time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, if this happens, I'll be excited to go to that. I mean, that, yeah, that's, no, that, that's <laughs> it'll be something. I feel it'll like, be the high point of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the Browns were 0-15 last year, and... Um, one right, one no, like 0 15 going into the last game of the year against the Chargers, correct? Oh, okay, yeah. Right, yeah, I think and, so. And uh, a Valley Forge High School alum, Jamie Meter, the Progy Prince of Parma, blocked the yes. blocked the field goal to win the game. Um, this, yes, one of our biggest heroes, I say, at Ohio, uh, at uh, Valley Forge. I, I mean, uh, a big, important guy for us. He's come to some of our football games recently. My senior year, we had a. Uh, the team dinners with him and got to have some long conversations with him. It was really nice. Um, he's a great guy. He really is humble about the chances he's had. He, he told us some funny stories about going against some players. Um, yeah. Some of the guys he just hates playing against. But wish we could have talked to him after the Chargers game because he became an instant yeah, celebrity right. like that. Yeah, he was, a, he was for sure a huge celebrity. Oh, yeah. That. So that was awesome. I'm really happy for him, and that was big for Light Forge. They talk about whenever they talk about him they bring up that he's a Parma native and yeah. so yeah, his, his nickname is the Progy Prince of Parma yeah named by Joe Thomas by Joe Thomas <laughs> yeah so that was uh, that was awesome last year the win was awesome but I don't know how I feel about the trade if it happens that would be really interesting if it doesn't um, yeah. obviously we won a game so that's also really really good too um, going on to the next Browns news uh, Josh Gordon made his return this week I believe he had four receptions for 85 yards. Yeah, I think um, right. uh, He had like he, 11 targets, though. Yeah, So that yeah. was kind of disappointing, uh, what he could have done. He looked like vintage Josh Gordon. He, he went up for balls, catching over people, fast. He just looked like he belonged there. Um, he was the only receiver to um, 
get over 70 yards Something against like the Chargers yeah. this year. The other, other, other one was Odell. Yeah. And Josh Gordon hadn't played in three years. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to have him back. I felt like there would be a day where we would never see him play football again. Yeah. And I kind of almost forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. And he looks great. I'm so excited to watch him the rest of the season. I hope he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, I, hope he stays I just hope I don't play against him in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, true, because <laughs> he's due for a big week next week. Yeah. Um, the Browns finally fired their GM, Sashi Brown. Yeah. Uh, Sashi, ah, I don't know. What do you think about it? What do you think about it? I mean, when I first heard about his hiring, I mean, coming in as a lawyer, I didn't really have much high expectations for him, not being right. someone that came from a football pass. Um, we were definitely trying to go through the analytical pathway between him and Paul DePisito, yeah. however you say his last name. <laughs> um, Moneyball. <laughs> yeah, just refer to him as the Moneyball guy. And that was like our kind of our plan was go to the analytical way. We tried to stock up our draft picks, and we definitely – did successful with that. Uh, we had a lot of cap space. Um, a lot of people were saying that when it comes to those things, you have to give it time. So they were kind of upset that we did get rid of him. But I think the general consensus, and at least my feelings, are I'm pretty happy about getting rid of him. Yeah, me too. I remember this is what kind of made me really start to dislike him. I remember the the day that Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to the 49ers, I heard a story that um, – I don't know how true this is, but I I was told that Sashi Brown didn't even know it happened until someone on the Brown staff told him. And I heard that he goes home every day at five o'clock, no matter what. Yeah, um, everyone else stays. Everyone else stays. stays like late, everybody else in the hard. Browns organization is really dedicated to making the team better, while their GM is at home on the couch at five o'clock every single day. Mm, probably and not watching football. Probably not, and and like I said, he he had to be told by somebody else that Jimmy Garoppolo was traded. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I just kind of lost some respect for him. Like I said, I might be unfairly judging him, but from what I've heard, he just seemed kind of like he just was out of place. From yeah, I agree. I mean, you have Hugh Jackson working his butt off to turn the yeah, absolutely. Around. He was probably there night and day, nonstop, and that's what made me happy that he is getting that vote of confidence from Jimmy Haslam of staying there. Um, he's definitely a guy that I was hoping would stay around. I mean, not that he's had success with the Browns, obviously, only having one win, but I thought that this is a process. You know, you got to trust the process. Yeah. Um, I would really did not want to start over again and get a new coach with a new regimen and everything. Um, and I think that the biggest thing was just that we weren't giving him much of a say. You know, he was working his butt off while Sashi Brown was making all the decisions when it comes to Not working his butt off. Yeah, exactly. Not earning it. So, I think that this is going to be good and new change now that we bring in. Yeah, John Dorsey, who Mm -hmm. um, was the former GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, And then before that, he was uh, director of college scouting uh, with the Packers. 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 So, you see two organizations there. Packers, sustainable success. The Chiefs, the past few years, have been really successful. Um, from what I understand, Dorsey left the Chiefs because they brought in Andy Reid, and he was told that Andy Reid would pretty much have the final say over him. Yeah, they were, I was told, too, that I – mean, I, I was reading, too, that he um, didn't work well with everyone else in the uh, executive team at the Chiefs. I guess a lot of times he would do things without talking to anyone else about things, so his communication level just wasn't yeah. that good. But you can't – I don't think that's necessarily something to blame on him. I think that's more just not working with everyone else. So, I mean, Paul Brown was fired because Art Modell didn't like him. Right. You can't say Art Modell wasn't a good coach. It's just not true. So, I think that I'm really happy about him 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, the first move that John Dorsey made when he was with the Chiefs was he... The best move of the year. Right. <laughs> he, he acquired Alex Smith uh, via trade from the 49ers. Alex Smith's still there. He's having a great year. The last few games he... The last game, he went absolutely off. But a few weeks before that... Oh, you mean Alex Smith? Alex Smith, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, his first move with the Browns is cutting Kenny Britt, which is the best move of the year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. you were talking about. Yeah. Kenny Britt, uh, I think, had 18 receptions this year, probably just as many drops. Um, yeah. He's making $500,000 per reception, which is absolutely absurd. Um, he's no longer a Cleveland Brown. He will be packing his bags and heading out of town. Going to meet up with Wayne Bell. <laughs> Over in the, the the graveyard where Browns players go to die. Um, I about all the money that they made from the Browns without doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> this is a quick this is a quick sidetrack. But I just I just hate – I understand that the NFL is a, a business and everybody's in it to make money. But I hate that the Browns sign like long contracts with people that are so on the edge, you know. Mm-hmm. So they signed Dwayne Bowe for four million dollars or four four years, four years. Yeah, and he's already a veteran in the league. And he's, he was on the uh, going down. He was not nowhere close to right. his prime anymore. Right, and he, like let's be honest, his prime wasn't even that long. It was it like a year, and it wasn't that big of a prime. Either. Yeah, he had one really good year. He broke his leg. Was never the same. Yeah, um, and then the, you see the Browns, and I swear the Browns owe half. Half of the NFL money. Yeah. And they, they write more checks out to people that aren't on their team or working for them. Just than a couple of years, they stopped paying Bill Belichick. Right. And it's <laughs> like they, they sign these extremely long contracts, which I'm sure is the only reason they can get these people in the building in the first place is by making them – or because they probably want more money, which equals mm-hmm. more years. Um, but I'm just I'm just tired of hearing that the Browns, oh, they're still playing – or they're still paying uh, Eric Mangini, you know? Like, yeah. He, I don't know. It just – it's frustrating. But – Hopefully that era is coming to an end. Yeah, I'm excited for John Dorsey. He's had a lot of success when it comes to drafting. He's got a load of drafts this year. Um, I was just reading an article about how uh, appealing this job is, and I think I have to agree. We have a young roster. We have a bunch of draft picks. A ton two of possible money. top ten picks. Yeah, yeah huge ton of money. We have um, a lot of guys that are willing to work and get better. We don't have any veterans that are – Definitely need like that we are stuck with that aren't doing well. Right. Um, well, not, we just got rid of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're not tied to a bad quarterback like the Bears were with Jay Cutler when they yeah. were trying to move on. Yeah. And I, I mean, like you look at his past years um, of drafting. You've got he's drafted Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's got Clay Matthews, Greg Jennings. He's drafted Travis Kelsey and Cream Hunt, two guys from the Cleveland uh, area, Northeast right. Ohio. You've got. He drafted Tyreek Hill. He traded in the fifth for Alex round. Smith. In the fifth round, he yeah. drafted Tyreek Hill in the fifth round. And then, I mean, I think he just he does well. I mean, he said he's been looking, he's been keeping up. He's been uh, on football. He's been out of it for a couple months now, or something like that. And he's still been trying to keep up with it. I think he says every Monday, Tuesday, he watches football at uh, game NFL game tape, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he watches college football just scouting so it's fair to say he's a football guy definitely yeah. Through. yeah I'm excited to have him in the building uh I don't know are the Browns back no I'm <laughs> hey, he says he's gonna wake, wake the sleeping giant that yeah. the Browns are so we'll see <laughs> let's hope we're gonna sleep for a while um this next subject we're gonna get into we could probably talk to again all day like you could tell we could talk about the Browns all day um but what's been going on in the news with LeVar Ball the Mellow Ball uh, Jello, Lonzo. Um, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with uh, 
Jello getting uh, removed from UCLA. Yeah, I mean, he was going through his suspension from his stealing in China and coming back. Um, and now he randomly just gets pulled from college. Yeah. Uh, completely pulled out of it from UCLA by his dad. Uh, doesn't even play at all. He misses out on a chance to get a free college degree. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing that he's losing out on right now. But his thought is that he's still going to go on to the NBA. Um, right for the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, I know that LeVar said that he was getting worse treatment in at UCLA than he would have been getting in, in China, which is, I think, absurd. To me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. He's. I think you can cross out the fact, the chance of him playing in China. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on the same news wave, uh, Lamelo, uh, the youngest brother, was. Well, we we know that he released a shoe. Um, mm. That would have made it very difficult for him to attend college. And then uh, he got pulled out of high school. Got pulled out of high school. To be homeschooled. To be homeschooled. And now, Lavar finally, let, or Lamelo has an agent now. Um, mm. He hired an agent, so now he officially cannot attend college. Um, he had a full ride from UCLA. What was he in eighth grade, seventh grade, or something like that? Maybe his freshman right, year. Right now. Yeah. He's a he's a, he's in his junior year, I think. Junior year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. He's had a. But he probably had the the um, commit. To UCLA, probably the middle school. Yeah, yeah. So, which is insane. Like like you said, same thing with Jello. Won't have a college education. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with Lamelo though, he actually has potential to be good. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I, I I think the only high note you can say about the balls right now is that Lonzo had the assist for the game one last night against the Simpsons. Yeah. I mean, Lonzo... <laughs> That's not saying much. Lonzo has an extremely ugly shot. Yeah. But to Lonzo's credit as well, he's a good ball handler. He can pass the ball well. His, his stat line overall has been pretty good. He's had two triple doubles. Yeah. I still think he's a bust for what he was hyped up to be. I agree. Um, but, what, we're only like 25 games in the season? Can't really say much yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I he's performing know. better than some rookies did their, their rookie year. So, we'll see what happens with him. Um, I mean, I guess I hope for the best because he seems like a good guy. He doesn't seem like his dad. So, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, heading into our next news, Tennessee – Finally hired a head coach. Yeah, so the, the saga finally ends of uh, <laughs> rejection letters that uh, Tennessee is beginning. It's like it's like trying to find a prom date. They yeah. keep on asking people. They keep on saying no. As um, like Kiffin was saying, they even got rejected by Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they finally hired Jeremy Pruitt, um, defensive coordinator for the Crimson, yeah, Crimson Tide, um, which is interesting with Jeremy Pruitt is that – I was looking through his previous uh, coaching experience, and he has never been a head coach on any level. Um, he used to be a high school coach. He bounced around from college to college, finally ended up at Alabama. He's been mildly successful there. Um, he was on a TV show in the 2000s called Two-A-Days. Um, he doesn't know what asparagus was until 2005. <laughs> he just seems like a really weird guy. Um I can't really say that this is a good hire for them. It seems that the Tennessee job was kind of a, a trap anyways. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't say that their search ended on necessarily a high note. Um, we'll see what happens with this guy. I mean, you can't say a whole lot about his past history when it comes to football because there's not much to look at. But, I mean, I think they were just tired of the search and they didn't want yeah. to get over it. So. Yeah, it was kind of, it was 
honestly kind of embarrassing. It was, yeah. I um, think there's, they should still be ashamed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really should be. Um, they, yeah, it's, they messed up big time. Just and, glad to say that's not my school. Yeah, seriously. Or stadium. Um, heading into some Ohio State relevant news. Uh, do you want to say what's going on in campus right now? Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, just heard today that Target and Chick-fil-A are going to be opening up on High Street uh, coming in. They'll, it'll be open around end of summer, ready for the fall semester of next year, 2018. Uh, Target's supposed to be more of a smaller store compared to their usual ones, and it's going to be offering a lot of the like, college-needed uh, products. And they're also going to have a CVS and a Starbucks in there. And then Chick-fil-A going to be there. Yeah. Open, yeah. Close on Sundays, but open the rest of the days. And uh, I think that's definitely <laughs> a, a big one that a lot of college students love. So I'm really excited to go Chick-fil-A. Not somewhere that's usually close to me at home. Um, yeah, we don't, about we don't really have one in Strongsville. Yeah. It's the closest one. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, might be spending a lot of money there in the Target, so we'll see. Yeah, the Target will definitely be useful. Um, uh, the only place that I can even drink of uh, where you would get that kind of stuff right now is at CVS uh, yeah. on Lane. Um, or go to Kroger or, uh, for some groceries. That's about but that's it. really yeah. far as yeah. well. So that'll be really exciting. Yeah, I it's going to be across from uh, the Western Center for the Arts, so pretty close to Oh, campus. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Kind of where, like, twos is at. Yeah, in that area. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what, actually, it's going to mm-hmm. be. Um, and then yeah, so, Taco Bell. Yeah, so Taco Bell is coming back to High Street. Uh, I believe it's, like, really far south, uh, 10th, maybe? It's, yeah, it's where it used to be. So right. it's, like, over by Barnes & Noble. Yeah, so it's going to be a cantina style. I don't know if you've ever been to one of those. They're, they're pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's going to be... More college student friendly. It's going to be nicer, upscale for a restaurant from what I've read. Are they going to have delivery? Uh, I did not read that they're going to have delivery. Okay. But I know that a lot of people really like the fact that the cantina serves margaritas. Um, but this Taco Bell will not be serving alcoholic beverages. Probably, okay. probably a good reason. For um, true. <laughs> they, they, it will not be a drive-through either. So it'll be nice though I mean I can't I mean I can't lie I love Taco Bell and mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that we don't have one here um, I don't know it just makes me happy that we're gonna we're gonna be eating some tacos or like a buck for a taco <laughs> exactly super cheap um, that's that's some big news mm-hmm. uh, going into the final other news segment that we have uh, this week is fantasy football fantasy football playoff week week one. Um, I ended my season uh, eight and four. Uh, I was off to a really hot start. I was nine and one. Um, all right, how did I go? Nine <laughs> no, I was eight and one. Dropped three straight. Um, I'm heading into the playoffs limping, but I don't know. We'll see. I got some money on the line. I'm hoping I pull this out. Got some injuries to deal with. Matt Stafford messed up his hand or something. His throwing hand. He's a tough guy, though. I'm sure he'll play. Yeah, so I think I'm actually starting golf against the Eagles. That'll be number one and number two last year. Yeah. It'll be awesome. I'm really excited for that game. Um, I hope it's a shootout, obviously. <laughs> I'm top girly. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. This is where boys turn to men. In it's a this. new season. Yeah, yeah. new season. Um, I think we go up to week 16. That's how most of them. Yeah, so... This next few weeks are going to be really stressful for me. Hopefully I make it out of the first round, considering I was first in the league for, like, majority of the, the season. So, I don't know. What about you? Yeah, um, I'm in four leagues, but this week is... <laughs> Football a, guy. Yeah. <laughs> but this week is a really boring week for me. Uh, in three of my leagues, I finished 
uh, in the top two, so I have buys in all three of those weeks. Oh, man. And then the other league, I missed the playoffs after being the highest te- scoring team. Don't know how that happened, oh. but I so I'm not playing in any leagues right this week, so it's pretty boring for me. But otherwise, um, I do have to comment on the upsetting news for Alvin Kamara last, uh, last night. He came out of the game with a concussion, finished with only five points in most of the leagues, uh, PPR, I believe. Uh, yeah. So that's really upsetting for a lot of teams, seeing that most uh, most of the teams he's on are in the playoffs. Correct. Uh, after going, like, having an insane season. He was uh, five five consecutive times Rookie of the Week. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's kind of unheard of. But he's on one of my teams, but luckily I'm on by this week, and it's only a concussion. So hopefully, seeing that he has 10 week. days to uh, get better, he will be back. But I've Feel sorry for all those playoff owners, uh, fantasy playoff owners. The Saints, the Saints had really bad injury problems last night. Oh, my yeah. boy Drew Brees, he's my favorite all-time NFL player. Threw a pick on the game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. I was really depressed. But he had a comment after the game too. I don't know if you saw I, that. I didn't. He was talking about um, Thursday night games overall have been mostly hated by most um, NFL players, and he even made a statement saying that uh, he has. Only the Thursday night games to blame for all the injuries that happened. Yeah, That's I mean, it's a four-day turnaround. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's so much going into a game mm-hmm. plan that in four days, just a, the intense. You can, you yeah. can barely even get a walkthrough day mm-hmm. in. I mean, they, they lost Alan Kamara in that game. Um, Mike Thomas got hurt a few times. Yeah, and then uh, Mark Ingram almost got hurt. They could have lost their top two running backs. Um, yeah. Two of their main recent success this year besides their defense. So, I mean, that really could have been tough for them, and could have been the reason. I mean, Alvin Kamara could have been the difference in that game. It was a three-point game. Yeah, I think I think that Kamara was their only like serious, not even not even serious, but he was their only injury that will be lasting throughout the lasting effect. But yeah, I mean, even though he'll come back, it's a game that could have caught, like sure, could have been reason for the loss, which is going to be big. Seeing that it was against a division team. Well, um, guess what? They play again in two weeks. They so do. So that would be awesome. But that's going to be it's going to yeah. be in New Orleans. Uh, Hude Nation. Um, but, like I said, it just seemed like a lot of guys were banged up through the entire game. Yeah. Hopefully they get some rest. They'll come in. My money's on the Saints. Yeah, um, I mean, they're my second favorite team in the league after the Browns with uh, Drew Brees is a great guy. And then I love how many uh, Buckeye players they have there. So, yeah. hoping for success for them. Uh, I'd like to see them go to playoffs, seeing that Drew Brees always has a bad defense, and now he finally has one. I, Nice to see how dangerous that team can yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I've been saying forever is that Drew Reeds is so deadly, but he gets he doesn't get enough credit because his defense is always suck. They're yeah. like in the last like top five, or they're in the last five of the league every single year. And he has to throw like 50 times a game to even keep him in it. Exactly. And um, and now he has a running game to rely on too. Yeah. Uh, so whenever – I mean, like, his passing a game, yeah. they can just pass a bunch because they've got Drew Brees in a and great receiving court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, his his passing attempts are down drastically this year, which is good for him. Helps with his longevity. Definitely. Um, I'm really excited for Drew Brees. I think he's going to go top five all time. I know it's a hot take, but that's my guy. Yeah, I could see it. Um, yeah. I'm just telling you, just look at the stats. <laughs> look at the stats. He's top three in every major category. He's sixth in wins right now. He's like eight behind Dan Marino, and he's like 11 behind John Elway. He's maybe, coming. Hey, maybe next week we'll have to do a top five quarterback list. Oh, all right. Pre- okay. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, going into our last segment of the day, uh, we, we I guess this podcast was a lot of talking. Um, 
there's not, like I said, there's not a whole lot of stuff going on at OSU. It's finals week. We've been studying. Uh, we didn't have an interview, but next week we'll have an interview, so we'll definitely be a lot less talking. Um, but we need some criticism. We, we have a lot of big things coming up for us. Uh, we just want to know what works well, what doesn't work, um, what your favorite segment is, if you would like to see more segments, like whatever. But we just need some feedback. But this this was probably one of the only weeks that we were going to be doing this. But uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of a little change of pace too. Yeah, I thought I really had fun today. Uh, and then, speaking of fun, my favorite moment of the week. Favorite moment of the week. Uh, handpicked, uh, Herm Edwards, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Spent 10 years out of the coaching uh, scheme. He comes back, gets hired by Arizona State, completely out of the blue. Yeah, I no, like, it was, it was like no one even. Yeah. Just add to the crazy uh, search of co- uh, coaches this year. Um, he did not get asked by Tennessee, which you would think he would have. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no one even knew he was trying to be a head coach. Yeah, no one did, no. But so Arizona State hired him, and then the other day, not too long ago, he was doing a press conference at Arizona State, and one of the uh, reporters asked him, uh, and he's like, asked him a question, he's like, oh, hey, uh, where are you from? He's like, the Devil's Digest. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Catholic. <laughs> I don't like the devil or anything. Everyone's right. Like, after like, does this guy know that he's coaching the Sun Devils? <laughs> right. Like, this is a big issue. We'll make sure to play that for you so you can get a little pre- uh, preview of what that was. Code Rubino, Devil's Digest. Uh, Devil's what? Digest, huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay, Devil's Digest, okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm Catholic, now I'm a Christian. Watch out them devils. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. Well, you can see, We're good, brother. We're you can good. see devils all, all over the place. I ain't so. taking it personal. Um, Feel free to look it up. He had he has a lot of good quotes in his career. Yeah, and then and then another thing was uh, I don't know if it was the athletic director or somebody, but he, he came in and showed Herm the uh, the game jersey, mm-hmm. and Herm Edwards was like, "Is that a girl's jersey?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, no, man. Like these are these are the game jerseys." Yeah, the game he was surprised you, with how tight it was. He's yeah. like, he's like, that thing is so small, and, but that came to a surprise to me. Like I didn't really think it was that funny. I just thought it was like, dude, how 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 are you expect to be Successful mm-hmm. coaching it if you don't even know what the damn jerseys look like, you <laughs> yeah. know. Like, I heard uh, someone saying that it, it made me uh, laugh, and they were just saying how uh, Herm Edwards isn't really going to be helping the Sun Devils a lot, but it's going to be great for us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he got hired for his catchphrases. He's a lot of fun, and we look forward to hearing what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, you play to win the game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Words. If if there's anything, if you're ever like sad or 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 depressed, or bet mad about your final scores. Just look up some Herm Edwards uh, press conference scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're hysterical. This guy is he's delusional in my opinion. <laughs> but I mean, he was a great coach in in Indianapolis, right? Uh, he was with the Kansas City and the Jets. Yeah. Oh, Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Tony Dungy. Yeah. Tony Dungy was okay. the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Herman was, I think, overall, he has a losing record in the NFL. Yeah, so... And he's been 10 years out of the league. So, it's an interesting hire by Arizona State. And their team was over 500 this year, too. I think they had, like, eight wins, which is really interesting to me. Do so, you know what happened to Arizona's coach, like Arizona State's coach beforehand? Did he move, Did he go somewhere? Probably. They fired him originally. Oh, wow. Yeah, but he did get hired somewhere else, I'm pretty sure. I yeah. uh, can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure he did get hired. It's it's a weird situation, but good for us seeing that we get some Herm Edwards in our life again. Yeah, we're gonna be seeing like Sunday morning. We're gonna be 
scrolling on Instagram before the, the football games next year, mm-hmm. before the Sunday, Sunday football games, and we're going to see some Herm Edward quotes. Um, it's going to be the highlight before the highlights. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's all that we hate, or have right now. Uh, moral of the story, Herm Edwards hates devils. Uh, <laughs> even though he is one now. Um, like I said, this is kind of an off week, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, we're looking at about 50 minutes right now, so it's just right right about where we want to be. Um, good. Yeah, tune in next week. We have Nathan Tomasello, national champion wrestler. That'll be an awesome interview. We have a few interviews lined up after that. Um, we're going to be taking a break um, for a winter break. Yeah, but, we'll do a little bit of things here and there. Uh, we're going to be two different places, so it's a little bit tough for us to get something together, but we're going to try our best. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a lot of big things coming up next semester, and we're really excited, and we hope you uh, come along with us and subscribe and leave some uh, reviews on our podcast, and we'd love to do that. If you uh, follow us on Twitter, we'll also have the links on there, uh, and Instagram at, at o- uh, this week at OSU. Yeah, we're on SoundCloud, um, like we said, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we've been looking at our options, too, and if anybody wants to get involved with this week at OSU, we can definitely uh, shoot us an email or get in contact with us some way. Slide in the DMs. Slide in our DMs. Um, and we can maybe work something out because we, we're thinking about our future and what, how we want this podcast to to be directed and maybe with from help with others it could turn into something great. Um, not that it's not already great, but um, yeah. So if, if you're interested, if you want to get into the podcast scene, uh, let us know. Yeah, and we will follow you back on Twitter. So don't oh, worry yeah. about your Twitter ratio. Oh, yeah, we're for sure instant follow back. Yes. All right, so I think that's it for this week. Um, thanks for tuning into this week at OSU. Yeah, thanks for joining in with us. We had a lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Get a little rhythm. First down to the 16. On 